For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Lee Singer Syndrome, live on Twitch, new noise edition. You know it, you'll love it. It's the best. We've got a very, very exciting episode stream tonight. We're live on Twitch right now. If you're listening on the podcast side of things, I'm sorry for your loss because you're going to miss something very cool live. We are counting down me and Mike's top 10 albums of the year. So without further ado, make some noise for Mr. Michael Howell. Oh, hey, everybody on the Twitch and the podcast side. Yeah, yeah. Super excited to be here tonight. It's what we work towards all year, these album of the year lists. Isn't it true? Yeah, it's true. It's it's really cool. I mean, yeah. I got to say, like, before we kick all this off, and I know everybody's probably wants us to get to the list right away, but there's so much to say, uh, uh, people to thank as well. Obviously everybody that's been tuning in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on Twitch, we've been doing that for only about a year and that's been, that's been rad. Of course, everyone on the podcast side of things. And, uh, I want to thank a lot of the bands that, that have come on 
and done some of the locals only specials too. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause those were, those were super cool. We, we found out about some really good bands that way as well. So tons of people to thank. We're really excited to get into this. And I got to say, Mike, 2021, a really strong year for music. Yeah, I got to say so. I think I've talked about this with a couple other people. I think this is the best year for music in maybe the last 15 years, just kind of overall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been absolutely insane. Putting together this list was probably the hardest it's ever been for me. There's just been so many phenomenal releases. Yeah. And I'm really, really happy and excited to kind of present what we put together, your list, my list for everybody today. No, no, ab- absolutely. And yeah, I think 2021 is going to go down uh, as one of those, as one of those years, uh, you know, similar to people talk about 1994 mm-hmm. or 2005. These are, these are years that you always hear. I think 2021 has a chance, um, you know, and it's, it's funny because when I look at the top 10 list of, you know, my t- personal top 10 list, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like, necessarily any of those records might be individually better than maybe something that came out last year, the year before, but there are so many records I had to keep off the list that killed me to do so because the consistency uh, uh, this year was just wild of, of how many just great records there were to where we could easily have done a top 25 each and still left things off. Oh yeah. So top 10 was for me was excruciatingly difficult this year. It was really, really hard. So much work put into it, just trying to figure everything out. And just like you said, it this year it had depth and it had breadth, where unlike last year, my top 10, it was a little hard to put together, right? But it was pretty clear cut what I really enjoyed most and what was going on there most of the year Yeah, as the albums kind of came out. This one, it pained me to leave some of these records off of my top 10. Yeah, absolutely. It was It was painful. I mean, there's... So how we're doing this, just so people know the the format, uh, Mike and I have each made uh, top 10 lists. We have not discussed this with each other at all. I have no idea what his list looks like. Nope. Uh, we have a few honorable mentions as well, which uh, we'll do those at the end. I mean, I think we have an idea of what our lists look like. We do know each other pretty well, but we haven't talked about it. It's weird though, because we, we talk about albums you know, week after week, right? We have a top five or more every week. Mm-hmm. And we usually, the, there aren't usually a lot of releases we really pan. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes you'll say, um, I was whelmed, you know, not not overwhelmed or underwhelmed. I was whelmed. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect any of those records to crack a top 10 list, certainly. Yeah. Uh, however, when you're revved up about something, that that happens probably- Oh, so often. <laughs> pretty much every week, you're going to be like revved up. So I don't know- how revved up you are. And of course, like, here's another thing. Oh, here's another thing. Extremely. There are some records on my list. And I don't know if you, if you agree, Mike, or, or, or if, if it's not, wasn't the case for you, there's records on my list that the week we talked about them, I like listened through once or whatever, but then I went back to it, you know, week, month, couple months later. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Now I get it. And that's the thing with records is it isn't always an instant gratification thing, you know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows? Yeah. There's definitely some records like that for me as well. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so that's our format. We're going to get into it. We do not know our lists. Uh, I believe, think last year we did like, I did a 10 then Mike did a 10 then Mike does a nine, but I don't know. We can kind of do whatever. 
uh, we, we like. We'll play it out. Yes. So uh, Twitch people are lucky because I have set up a very professional uh, visual graphic. Oh shit. I put your, like I accidentally put your number oh, one on the list. Fuck. fuck. I, oh no. no. Wow. I got to get no. rid of that immediately. Way oh, to no. spoil that for wow. everybody. <laughs> God. Uh, Except, for for know, people that, that didn't did get the visual. Last year. It did come out last year. I, I put Green Day, Father of All as Mike's number one uh, <laughs> on, the, on the graphical list we have here. Um, so yeah, so we'll be, we'll be putting it in here. We'll go back to this uh, to recap, to recap the list. Uh, so people aren't like, what was number eight again? You know, so we'll go back to this uh, periodically. Well, that'll probably yep. be up most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else I need to ground rules I need to set or anything else I need to, to say before we jump on into this? No, I think we're pretty good. Um, I know last year um, we talked pretty in depth about records each time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try and keep doing that. This is where we really kind of come back and talk about these records. So sure. I think that's a, fine. I mean, we're not, we're not some deep dives and I'm excited. This isn't taking 10 minutes here. This is, t- no. we're going to be here a couple, uh, yeah. a couple, a couple of yeah. things. At least two hours. You'll be listening to this. I, I'd say one. there's a good chance. We're going to be, be here for a minute, but we'll see. All right, Mike. Um, well, I'd love to give you the honor of kicking off the 2021 new noise album of the year countdown. All right, Mike, please give me your number 10. All right. So my number 10 album, uh, probably one of the stranger albums that came out this year, um, doesn't really have an identity. And that's what I think makes it so unique and amazing. Uh, the number 10 record on my album of the year list is the mix grave by buried alive. Oh yes. This is, this is a record that I know you were excited about. Yep. I'm pretty surprised that it made it um, to the top, actually. Uh, let me see if I get this right. Buried Alive, like that, right? Yep. Title yep. is The... Mixed Grape. Grape? Yeah, close enough. <laughs> what is it? Gra- what is it? It's going to be up there for two hours. It's one, It's Mixed Grape is one word, like mixtape. Mixed Grape, got it. Yeah. But no, um, I love this record. It's really, really dynamic and fun all the way through. It's one of those records that when you listen to it, you can tell that it wasn't made for anybody else. It was the soul. It was almost like a diary right? more so than making a record. And that's what I really, really liked. It's honest, it's brutal, and that kind of comes through in the lyricism and stylings of it. And you can just tell that they were making a record that they wanted to make. The influences of hip hop and EDM and guitar work and metalcore and deathcore and shredding and everything that goes into this record is blended so, so well. And you can tell that they're passionate about everything they're doing. And lyrically, it's just very, very cool. A lot of the metaphors that they use are very blunt and in your face. And sometimes they don't even use metaphors at all. And they just kind of really tell you how it is on the record. I think it's instrumentally one of the greatest records of this year. All of these solos that are on it are just phenomenal. Yep. Bass lines as well. And like... It's just so well put together and produced in such a great expression of who these guys are. Totally. Well, I, I agree with everything you said. For people that don't know Buried Alive, and we're not referring to the 90s hardcore band, which I do love. No. And if they put out a record, it'd be in my top 10. Uh, this is a duo 
uh, I believe they're a couple, right? Yep. Married. A, a married uh, couple. Kaylee and, and Charles Coswell. Yeah. And just incredible uh, project they've put together here. And um, just, yeah, it's, it's, it's very creative. And you know, it's funny when I was going through my list, figuring out what I'm cutting and what I'm keeping, mm-hmm. I did tend to give a lot of points to creativity and originality yeah. and putting, putting together something special uh, as an album, not just necessarily, Oh, collection of great songs mm-hmm. because sure. That's great. I mean, that's obviously important for a great album, but I, I felt like I gave a lot more to, uh, to records that, that put a lot on the table mm-hmm. and this buried alive record absolutely did. So yeah, it's nice pick Mike. Phenomenal all the way through. Um, okay. I'm, let's get into mine yep. and I can copy and paste mine. So mine's going to come up on the screen a lot faster. My number 10 record is from a Canadian band. Awesome. Awesome band. Hard to describe anyway, getting harder to describe. And this is a record we actually didn't talk about Mike. Really? The reason we didn't talk about it is because it came out on New Year's Day. Mm, very weird I record. Know exactly. Very what album weird. This is. Very very weird album date release. This is the new album, Fuck Art from the Dirty Nil. Um, incredible album. It is an incredible album and one that almost slipped through the cracks for me. Um, this is a band I love. All the, everything they've done. Um, they're incredible live. But this record, because it came out in just a weird time of the year, I didn't I didn't listen to it fully until probably halfway through the year, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's and it's a record that's kept coming back, and uh, I think it's an incredible step for the band. They've kind of found where they can be a little more poppy and be a little more kind of cute with their lyrics, but still be a rock and roll band. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They've really, really uh, walked that line. Great. And so for me, it's the dirty nil at number 10. Yeah. I really like this album as well. It's super fun. It's raw punk, but it's still got those pop sensibilities that, you know, I love and these alternative records and it's just really fun. This one was one of the ones that was kind of hard to keep off of my list as well. Um, I really like the record, but what made me really fall in love with this band, and I'm sure people who have seen my Instagram and stuff have seen, they actually did a limited run of vinyl records where you could have the record jacket itself instead of the dog as the album art, <laughs> get your own pet. So I actually have my cat on a Dirty Nail Fuck Art record. Awesome. And it's one of the coolest things that I own. I love this band. They're great. That is so- This is a solid pick. That is so cool. Thank you very much. Um, Obviously the 10 slot's tough, right? Because you're between the the honorable mentions, which I have seven. I believe you have even more than that, Mike, as you said. So like- Oodles. We're talking, you know, who, who- which, which record really shined above those other ones on that list. So mm-hmm. for me, the dirty nil, I love the record. People in the chat agree. They like our, they like our pick so far. So hell yeah, I will, uh, I'll go on to my number nine then we'll do it that way. Yeah. All right. We'll go on to my number nine, which is, Oh, I love, I love this record too. It's a little bit different. I hope so. It's in your top 10. <laughs> this is my number nine is, um, a record that I was actually, asked you, Mike, I'm going to give it away right away. Uh, if this record was an EP or not, because this, this record is only five songs. Mm -hmm. However, it clocks in at 40 minutes. This is the new record from cult of Luna, the raging river. Yeah. Uh, again, a record that really grew on me. 
Um, mm-hmm. Really, it's just it's just a great record. Like I put it on in the car. I just jam out to it. I kind of get lost in it. Yep. Um, and I really really enjoy this one. I know you're a big fan of Call of Cult of Luna as well. Yeah, this record is great. Um, another one of those records that's really hard to put down once you start it because it it's, does so well at telling a story and just keeping you interested in it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's hard to say much more about it. It, it has a certain um, aura about it. Mm-hmm. Like I like the production because everything sounds really real. Like the guitars yeah. sound, like you can almost like hear the strings when he's playing mm-hmm. and it's raw. It's nice. The, the screaming. Yeah. And the screaming is just really like intense and in your face. And it, it has a way of sounding new and modern, but not mm-hmm. like annoying, like not yeah. the kick drum doesn't sound flappy and, and you know, the guitars don't sound over overly processed or anything. It just sounds really, really, it doesn't, it doesn't sound too. Crisp. It just sound. No, it just sounds real and organic. And I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still has just preserved some really great, like just, I just jam so hard to this record record. So mm-hmm. that's, that's my number nine cult of Luna. Oh yeah. Um, my number nine, I'm going to go in the complete <laughs> opposite direction of cult of Luna. And this is a band that I know I've talked about leading up to this record that I was really, really sad that I didn't put their last record on my top 10. I'm fixing that this year because okay. this album just, it needs to be on a top 10. It's so incredible. It's Mayday Parade's new album, What It Means to Fall Apart. Oh yeah. Mayday Parade, What It Means to Fall Apart. I'm really happy that you're bringing this record to light because mm-hmm. I feel like it's slipped through the cracks a little bit with, with, um, with somehow, you know, in terms of end of the year lists, I have not seen it on any, mm-hmm. um, that, however, as we know, that does not mean anything yeah. um, at all. It's, it is maybe, I would think we talked about it. It maybe is their best record, mm-hmm. which is saying a lot because this band, as we say a lot, never misses. Yeah. Um, they've only been getting better. And I think this record really kind of perfects what they missed a little bit for me originally on Sunnyland. And that's kind of the mm-hmm. impact wow factor. This one, I got into it and- Lyrically, it's just emotional and everything you kind of expect from Mayday. It really pulls at your heartstrings and makes you connect with how all of us feel being emo kids or seeing kids or alternative kids, whatever you want to call it, sad people. And it just, the way that Mayday Parade does this is it's like, it's so sad, but they've got such a hopeful tone to it. And the lyrics are just so inspiring that it feels like a warm blanket, right? It's like, almost walking up to you and is patting you on the shoulder and says, it's going to be okay, kid. We got through this. You will too. And it's like, it's so nice. And yeah, like even, even going beyond that, like the riffs and everything like that in this record are incredible. Like they are so fun, much more fun than almost any other pop punk band put out this year. No, no, totally. And, and it's, yeah, you look at, I'm looking at their Spotify, like they don't have any of this new record is none of it is in their top 10 on Spotify you know, that doesn't always mean anything. Um, but you know, it, it, someone wrote in the chat like, Oh, they didn't promote it too much, which is interesting because you know, Mm -hmm. there, there might be some truth to that, Yeah, you know? Um, not sure, but I think, I think also for me, uh, I think it's the the first track is kids of summer. I don't have it right in front of me here. Mm -hmm. Um, which, which honestly it's a single that came out. Yep. And I think that like, that might be the song that 
impacted me the least on the record. Mm -hmm. It's how I feel the same. And when that's the first single and when that's track one, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this, this record's like going to be probably pretty good. They're all good. But then you got to listen to this record to dive in yeah. to get what it's all about because the record is so much better than just that first single. Yeah. I mean, all of my favorite tracks are on the back half of this, uh, like Golden Days and If or if My Ghosts Don't Play. Um, everything about this record is kind of hidden behind those first two or three tracks. And once you really get into it, it, the rest of it makes sense, right? And you kind of go back and I listen to Kids of Summer now and I'm like, I get how this fits in the record now. And thematically, it's just great overall. Like, I know when we were talking originally about this album, I was like, hey, it kind of like feels like the perfect album to like drive as the sun is going down. And I still feel <laughs> that way. And it makes me so happy. I mean, the sun goes down at like three o'clock now. So like when I'm going home from work, which is perfect. But yeah, this record's just, it's great. All right. Well, um, that means it's your turn for number eight. It is my turn for number eight. And we're just going to get my pop punk albums out of the way, I guess. Okay. Because my number eight is the new album Umbra by Grayscale. Yes. Okay. I am so hot on this record. And I think that this is the coolest record that a pop punk band's put out this year. The kind of throwback to... The Motown sounds of old, incorporating saxophones and rhythm and blues and such into this record is just so, so fun and cool. And as a Detroit kid growing up around all that kind of stuff, yeah, it's it hits home. And I mean, these songs are just phenomenal. Nothing is too overdone when they do incorporate electronic elements on songs like Carolina Skies, which is my favorite off the record. Um it's it's phenomenal. It's just so well written throughout, and I just really, really love this record. I I want to dance whenever I put it on. Right? Yeah, great record. I remember it, I remember feeling like this record was kind of short. Um, at the time we talked about it. I'm not. When did mm-hmm. this come out? This has been out. Um, so this came out on August 27th. And yeah, it's about 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a, a little bit shorter record. And, and I remember that thinking that that was cool, but then I also mm-hmm. wanted to like maybe a little bit more yeah. uh, out of the record, but I do agree. Uh, the instrumentation that they put right away, it just sets this band apart mm-hmm. from what other people in the scene are doing. Um, and this is a record that I do think is starting to get some hype. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm seeing this on some end of the year lists. Yeah. Uh, and I think this band is, is just, I mean, they're already doing really well, but I think they're going to just explode. Mm-hmm. going to be kind of one of those kind of like, you know, headlining bands as opposed to a band that's just, you know, they seem like they're on every pop punk tour. I think they're going to be the one that's going to transcend, uh, the scene a lot. And, um, I like that. That's a great, that's a great pick. I really hope so. And I love what they did with the album art too. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the white part is just an overlay below. Mm-hmm. There's like 35 or 40 pictures or something like that that are all kind of like superimposed on top of each other with transparency. So it's actually just a bunch of different pictures overlaid. And that's what makes it have that cool kind of like black, but not black look with like some lines and stuff in there, which I think is super fun and unique to do as well. Yeah, that is that is very cool. I'm not sure what Umbra means i'm looking it up umbra mm-hmm. definition noun i think i think it's kind of like the outside of a shadow right it says the fully shaded inner region of a shadow cast by an opaque object especially in the area on the earth or moon experience the 
experiencing the total phase of an eclipse. Interesting. Ooh, I like that. That's cool. Very cool. Uh, spacey. We like space. Oh yeah, we do. Cool. Great pick. That's uh, grayscale umbra at number eight. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see all the lists here. So far, Mike has buried alive, made a parade, and grayscale at ten nine eight. I have the dirty nil and cult of Luna as my ten in my my nine. So I'm going to get to my number eight now. I'm ready. Which is which is uh, uh, probably going to be no surprise to a lot of people. I have really talked up this band a lot. I really like them. My number eight record from the UK is Holding Absence with The Greatest Mistake of My Life. Uh, again, a band that is, you could call them pop punk or post-hardcore or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. They are doing more. They are, yep. they are expressing themselves in a way other bands are not. You know, and I don't just mean that they're writing like long songs with intricate parts and everything, but they're doing that too. And it's cool. Like there's a little bit of throwback to some of the, you know, emo days of old on this record, but still the talent this mm-hmm. band has, the vocalist is incredible and the songs yep. are great. And I think that honestly, Afterlife, it might be the song of the year for me. Um, really? I don't know if we're going to do a song of the year stream next year, um, next week. That could be one of the categories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up there, man. I haven't thought about it enough to, to say for sure, but this record is really, really, really good. Yeah. I think beyond belief is my favorite track off that record. Just yeah. absolutely incredible. But I think those guys just have a way lyrically and with the emotion that gets put into the vocal performance by Lucas. Is his name? Yeah, that's one right. Yep. Yeah. Lucas Woodland. Yeah. Like, it's like they're puppeteers just playing on your heartstrings and they know exactly where to tug to make you emotional too. It's so good and so well done. I absolutely love this album. I think it's great and I'm really happy it's on your top 10 list. Yeah, I mean, some people in the chat are saying they'd have it higher. People are saying wow. number one. Someone else is saying I'd have it higher though. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so, you know, hey, uh, I... I think that that speaks to how strong this year is. Yeah. I mean, 100%. between like my number eight and my number three, like a lot of stuff could be in any order. It's, it's yeah. really tough to say, Oh, this is better than this, especially when you're talking about completely different genres of music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very, very tough. Uh, I'm going oh, yeah. next, right? Yeah. Lucky okay. number seven. Lucky number seven. Um, oh, I'm excited to talk about this one yet again. Uh, this is just such a good band and a debut album, which I Ooh. love that. I, I love that a debut album has made my top 10. Um, and this record, I got so excited when I heard the singles, so excited when the record came out. I'm still excited. I can't wait to see this band live. I'm talking about the new album, Fragments of a Bitter Memory from Dying Wish. Yes, that's this right. Great. It's made my top 10. Such a fun record. And we say that a lot. Mm -hmm. But what I mean when I say that is it's just giving you what you want next, man. Like this is, this is a hardcore record and like, you know, you're listening, you're like, all right, fast part. And then in your head, you're like, all right. And like about four, like count to four, I want to break down. It's like one, two, three, four, break down. You're like, all right, that's sick. And then you're like, all right, now I want like a mid tempo part. And they just like give it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this record so much. I don't know how many people have, you know, no one's talking about it in the chat right now. I don't know if people maybe missed this one. Mm-hmm. This is a female fronted hardcore band 
that is so sick and yeah, they are blown up too. Like whenever I listen to dying wish, it's the, it's one of those bands that like you think back on other bands and you're like, wow, this is what you could have been. Like the guitar tone and style of riffs that they write immediately pull me to that first record that bullet for my Valentine did. And I'm like, wow, we could have been doing this still. And it's just absolutely incredible. I love this as a debut record. It's, in your face, it's amazing. I can see them getting out, opening up some huge tours with oh, yeah. this. And hopefully it's a sophomore release, just blowing up even more. They absolutely do it or deserve it. They stand for yep. amazing causes. They're just such a super solid band. Yeah, I I um yeah, I totally agree. I think that they're on that Code Orange tour, actually. I think so too. Um which I mean, hopefully tours are gonna happen. With, I know things yeah, are getting a little weird Loth right now. Too, right? Yeah, exactly. Loathe and Dying Wish. Uh so it's good. There's some hype around this band, very deservedly so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I love this. And you know, I remember there was a single that had some clean singing on it, and I was really wondering yeah. if they were gonna do more of it. They didn't. And they didn't, but it's okay because <laughs> the record still rules and yep. who knows what album number two is gonna be like. I cannot wait to see what direction Dying Wish goes. And that that's my number that's my number seven. Oh yeah. You ready for mine? I sure am. So my number seven record, it was one of those records that just came out on a week that something else came out Mm -hmm. and it kind of got forgotten about. Happens. But I still absolutely love this record. I talked about it the week after it came out and I said, hey, I know everybody was listening to this other record. You need to check this one out because it's just as amazing. And it's the new album, The Work by Rivers of Nile. Yes, yes. Wow, I'm, I'm amazed that that this, that that has had the staying power. I know you love the mm-hmm. band. That this is was wow. My favorite death metal record of the year. I think that it's absolutely incredible. It manages to take things that I like from every single kind of more traditional metal genre and bring them into one project. There's death metal portions in here. There's black metal, there's some sludge, there's some thrashy elements at times, all kind of coded around this overarching story that really ebbs and flows and kind of brings you between calmness, etherealness, and heaviness and just being beat down. It's a real ride. It's a story. And like everything about this record, I think, was so well done. I love a record that sets you up with a theme or like some kind of overarching like intro track that is like, Hey, we're going to come back to this throughout the record. And they do that. It's amazing. Hmm. And I don't know, this record just really spoke to me. I felt an absolute love with it. I think it's magical. It's great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to, I didn't listen to this record very much. I think I listened to it just the week that it came out. Cause I, I think you're right. It came out on a week where there was a lot of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being, you know, to call it, oh, my favorite death metal record, like doesn't do it justice. Cause there's a lot more no. going on than that, you know? Yeah. And this is a lengthy album, which I'm all, I'm all for it, um, you know, in the genre. But, you know, this isn't just like, this is not death core. This isn't quick no. stuff. This is, there's a lot more to this 
uh, record. There's a 12 minute outro. Well, so far you're a deathcore baby. Uh, this is as close as we've gotten. There's no, uh, no, no deathcore yet. So we'll see if any deathcore makes the, uh, makes the list. Oh yeah. You ready for my number six? I sure am. Mike. let's give it, let's give it to me. So number six, um, you know, I love me some progressive metal. I do. Uh, we've got the new album witness by Vola. Oh yeah, of course. This record's great. It's instrumentally brilliant. Everything about it is so unique when it comes to progressive metal, the incorporation of the hip hop feature, the less reliance on noodling on the guitar and more on setting a mood. It's a very kind of ethereal record and just the raw emotion that the band is able to bring out of songs like Napalm yep. and like head mounted sideways and stuff like that. Like this record is just good in a way that it was one of the first of the year that really blew me away. And I said, if this isn't on my top 10 at the end of the year, something has gone massively wrong. (laughs) Well, and it's at number six. So, Mm -hmm. you know, some, some things came that's for sure. That just speaks to the strength of this year, but no, this, this band is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. And they, they, you know, they're, they've got some popularity too. Like they're not just yep. in that genre that like, you know, falls through the, through the cracks. Like people care about this band, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they've got a, just a great sound, um, yeah. original and you're right. Like the, some of the elements they've tried here on their third album definitely, uh, worked. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's one of those records that really does this. It kind of, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It like surprises you, right? Because you put it on, you're like, all right, I'm going to enjoy this album. And it's so cohesive throughout that all of a sudden you look over and you're at the second to last or last song. And you're like, where'd the album go? Yeah. (laughs) And when you like sit down and just focus on the record itself, it's just incredible. So good. Yeah. It's a, yeah, hell hell of a release. And that's one that I would have predicted, I think. The other ones so far, Mike, I don't think I would have guessed any of them, honestly. Really? No, I wouldn't. I absolutely would not have guessed any of them. Buried Alive, like maybe, like yeah. I, get, I get that being there and I know you really, you really like the band. This is the first release where I'm like, okay, yep, we're getting into it. So here we go. Fasten your seatbelts. Shit's, <laughs> shit's about to get real. It's going to get interesting. <laughs> All right. My number six. This is uh this is going to be on a lot of people's lists, but it's a great record and a record that, that has stayed with me since it came out. This is the new album Glow On from Tur- Turnstile. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Uh, I remember the singles came out on like a little EP, mm-hmm. you know, Turnstile Love Connection, and and that came out kind of first. And I was like, I didn't get it yet. No, I didn't either. I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it until I heard this record. Uh, fully. And when the record was over, I needed to listen to it again. Mm -hmm. And I have listened to it many times now. It's an addicting record. Once you kind of spin it, you just keep wanting to go in. It has these elements of old school hardcore in it. Some of the rhythms and stuff that like, Mm -hmm. you can't really like explain why it's so good. It's just so good. Yeah. You know, um, one of the songs, uh, I think it's called holiday and it's like in the middle I of the record, holiday. man, it is such a good song. And it, like, and why, like if I had to say, say to somebody, Oh, like this is why this is a good song. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. like great parts 
and it just like, jams. And this yeah. record is just awesome. I think it's the beginning of the song that just comes in. And he's like, so here's your holiday. And it just goes in on that riff. And it's just like, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> like start a set like that. Call a lot of people, and a lot of people are kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there were a lot of champions of this band <laughs> at first. And now it's like gotten so big that I feel like the haters are coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like always a weird thing that seems to happen, mm-hmm. but pound for pound, this album is just great. And they did something different, yeah. original, which is giving, is obviously giving me, giving them high points, you know, this, uh, this year. Really refreshing for what I want to say is kind of a stagnant and struggling scene. That's been very much the same sound for a great many years. Yeah. No, I mean, this is different. It's hard, right? Like when, when, mm-hmm. when they're on late night TV and people were like, they're like hardcore punk band. It's like, well, yeah, like that's where they came from. It's, it's, yeah. is this a hardcore record? I mean, you know, I mean, I guess like, nah. to, you know, it, this is what people said about refused when they put out shape of punk to come and new noise, which mm-hmm. we got our name from people were yep. like, what? This isn't punk. Like this doesn't sound like rancid, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so there's a certain element of that too, where this record could be years ahead. So uh, I, I think this record had to be, had to be on my list. I wasn't sure where to put it, but that seemed about right for me. Number six, six is good with uh, for turnstile. Hell yeah. You ready for your number five? Uh, my number five going uh, to Chicago, Illinois for this artist guardrail. Oh, it's not. I do love guardrail guardrail though. This is uh, another female fronted project. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I just love this record and, and, and the record before as well so much. This is bless my psyche from sincere engineer. Oh yeah. Uh, a solo artist, uh, from Chicago that kind of put together a band now is you can see them on tour, uh, see her on tour with Menzingers and, and a whole bunch of stuff. This mm-hmm. is blowing up and rightfully so. I think this is just some of the best songwriting, uh, especially in punk rock, uh, happening right now. Yeah, I agree. She is really, really doing it all for a solo artist, which is super, super cool. She's got great lyricism, great vocal performance, great instrumentally. Yep. And and it's just fun and relatable in a way mm-hmm. that I feel like not a lot of punk is to me. Whereas this is like, I don't know, it kind of just talks about like ordinary everyday problems. It's really, really yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. Hundred percent, yeah, and I know it's from the first record, but what is it the uh, the corn dog uh, sonnet or whatever? You know, like yeah. the, <laughs> it's true. It's um, she can she can write a song about anything and make it sound cool, which is a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love this record, love this artist, and that's it. That's my number five. Hell yeah, yeah. Ready for my number five? I am, man. All right. We're getting into the real hard portion where Mike struggled on how to order these. My number five is the record that I am very, very excited to know I have every variant of the record for (laughs) on the way. It is the new album, Amazing Things by Don Broco. Yes. I know you love this record. Yeah, I love it. I don't know what to say about this band that hasn't already been said. They're so incredibly talented and I know we were in this boat 
before the record came out when we kind of listened to the singles and we're like, where on earth is this record going? And this entire thing is quite eclectic all the way through with all the singles. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Riley, she knows I left on Boko. <laughs> um, they're just great. But this album meshes so well together as a whole. All the songs kind of thematically make sense and really tackle a lot of issues that artists face being in the spotlight, popularity, things along those lines. And it's just, it's a fun record. Like Bruce Willis is the song of the year. That track's great. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but like just gets you amped. And like Revenge Body's amazing. Uber's amazing. Manchester Supergrads, amazing. Uh, One True Prince, great. Anaheim, great. Like, I love this record. It's so damn good. Everyone in this band is beyond talented, vocally, instrumentally. Nothing ever oversteps its bounds and is super fun. And like, they released a video from behind the scenes and they were playing, I think it was the riff to uh, uh, Revenge Body or something like that mm -hmm. over a Limp Biscuit music video. And they're like, we got to test all our riffs to Limp Biscuit concert videos and see if they go hard live. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's such a cool way to do it. But like, this band's great. They've always been great. For them to release an album and not be on my top 10 would be an absolute shame. I think that they yep. are. They've transcended kind of a lot of most of the music scene and have really been in their own tier for quite a while now. Yeah. Well, incredibly, um, we don't have any repeats. We're, we're, yeah. we're six, we're 60% through this and we don't have a single repeat yet, which is pretty crazy. A little uh, Don, wild. Don Broco is not on my list. It's not like, don't worry. It's not popping up at in the top four mm -hmm. or anything. And now don't get me wrong. I don't think this is a bad, bad record or anything. It didn't speak to me the same way it spoke to Mike, I think yeah. is, is all I'll like say about it. You know, um, the, some of the jokiness and like less serious and eclectic stuff. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it, I think I got it. Maybe I just didn't get it, but I, I think the record is great. Um, but it, it's, it's probably, it's probably my top 25 maybe of the year, yeah. but it would, it would not be not crack my top 10. Um, but I do, I do think the band is incredible and I, I love their music videos. Um, and it's, again, it's not easy for a band to incorporate, you know, humor and stuff into, uh, mm -hmm. into this. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to see it. Good lads. That's right. Now you're going, yes, you're going. Number I four. Am. So my number four album of the year, uh, I feel like you are going to be infinite or, uh, intimately familiar with the tracks on it. Uh, it is the new album Swan Songs by the plot and you. Yes. Oh yeah. This is, this is a great record. Um, Really good record. This record takes metalcore to kind of the next level. It's super, super innovative. Landon has such a way with words and emotion and just kind of bearing his soul on a track in a way that I think really only Lucas of Holding Absence can also kind of pull off in a similar vein. It's so so well done all the way through the record is fun it hurts me it makes me laugh it's <laughs> it still surprises me with the production on it 
because the samples that they use are just so cool and fit the track and the thematics going on within them just so well. This record's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I love this record too. Obviously, I just spent six weeks on the road with these guys. So I got to hear these songs every night. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're incredible. Um, honestly, I love also love Landon's solo album. Yeah, um, that EP was great. Uh, those records to me are like neck and neck, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, I think we're, we got some very exciting things to look forward to with anything that, that Landon is touching. Uh, but mm -hmm. no, it's getting to see these songs every night. Like it's, it's, it's just, it is such a good album. Um, I didn't, uh, I did, I didn't put this on my top 10 either. Uh, it's in my, uh, it might be in my honorable mentions. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't, I don't really know why it, it couldn't be now that I'm like talking about it, you know, maybe I missed on it cause yeah. it uh, truly is, uh, uh, incredible, incredible album. Um, yeah. that is, that is, that is original too. You bring up seeing the songs live too. And like plot and you, they're great on record. Don't get me wrong, but like, they're just such a good intimate live band too. Yeah. Like I can't wait for when I can finally get back out and see these songs. I'm very excited. I love this band. Absolutely. All right. Are we going, are we going on? Yeah. We are kind of plowing through this. I don't mind though. No. All right. My number four. Uh, I don't even know where this band's from. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Music is universal. I, however, love this record. Again, kind of grew on me. I had to listen to this record a couple of times, uh, a few times maybe to understand it. But once I did, it has not left my CD player. This is the new album, Illusory Walls, from The World is a Beautiful Place and I am no longer afraid to die. Uh, I think this band continually slips through the cracks for people. I don't know why more people don't mm -hmm. rave about this band. It's the band name. But the band name is almost like you'd think would almost make it more of a thing. You know, I know like right? um, I, I absolutely love this record. I think this is the best uh, uh, emo record of the year. I know the mm -hmm. band doesn't even really, isn't really even in that scene, but it's emo. whatever they are, it's just so damn good. And I, I tell you like this last track, where they do this kind of like Beatles. It's not like really the Beatles medley kind of thing, but I'm trying to mm -hmm. compare it to something where they kind of throw back and they, they, they do this like incredible epic track at the end. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, I love this album. Uh, and I think more people should, should listen to it. Yeah. I really like this record as well. Uh, lyrically just kind of, the wordplay that they have throughout this record is great. And one of the things that keeps bringing me back to this band, I love this record and I'm really happy it's on your list. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, someone tell me where the world is a beautiful place to die. And no, what is it? Whatever. The world is a the beautiful place. The world is a beautiful no place and I am no longer afraid to die. Someone tell me where they're from because I actually don't know. And I should know that. They're American band, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I want to say they're from Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Great, great band. Incredible. Um, and now it's my turn to get to number three already. Oh, they're from Wilmantic, Connecticut. Okay. Connecticut. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not from like a super, you know, like it's not Boston or New York or, you know, it's like, oh, no. Connecticut. Cool. They could be more from Boston or more from New York. I don't know where that city is, mm -hmm. but I respect them for not just saying they're from New York, you know, like bands like to do yeah. that. 
the the, the king of of uh, the, the the king of places where that happens is Detroit, where people like people <laughs> live like I don't know in Ann Arbor or or fucking it's the worst. Uh, where's uh, Michigan State? Um, Lansing. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say Saginaw or whatever, and they're there and they claim Detroit. It's like you're not from Detroit, but no. you know whatever. Uh, all right, I'm going on to my number three. This is a great record. Been a lot of drama with the band lately. That did not hurt or help them on this list. This is right where they need to be. This is one of the greatest uh, metalcore records of, I think, the last few years. This is the new record, Radical, from Every Time I Die. Oh, yeah. I love this record. This record really spoke to me. I think um, even just the first track, you can feel kind of the pain in, in Keith Buckley's vocals and, you know, you know, being that he's been the front man of a, of a mm-hmm. screaming band for the last uh, 20 years. And we're about the same age. You know, I think this, that this record is kind of made for me a little bit yeah. uh, with, with what he's talking about and his struggles. So uh, yeah, man, every time I die is put out, I don't know, probably close to 10 records now. Every one of them is good, mm-hmm. but this one might actually be their best, which is never easy to do for a band. Yeah. This is the record that really sold me on the band. Uh, as a newer fan, I really enjoyed their last record and this one, I just, I absolutely love it. It's such a great time to listen to all the way through a lot of cool short songs, but some actual songs with meat on them as well. It's really, really good. I like this record It's fun and I love Keith as a person. It's so cool. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really, really weird. Uh, obviously Mm -hmm. what's been happening with the band over literally just the last month with, uh, for people that, that missed it. Every, every year in Buffalo, where every time I die is from, they put on a huge Christmas show where they get, you know, I think this year they had ice, ice tea and Circus Survive. And uh, yeah, just, they always get huge bands to, to come and play. And, uh, they do like wrestling and they give a whole, raise a whole bunch of money for charity and curling tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. And like three days before, um, Keith said, I got to go home for like my mental health. And then the band was like, we're going to play without him." And then it was kind of this whole thing. And then a lot of people were speculating that these, uh, to the season, which is what it's called. This might be their last show ever. It seems like it's not going to be now kind of seeing with, uh, what some of the word on the street is and Twitter and all that. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I do, I do love this album and I really hope they do continue. Cause I want to see selfishly. I want to see these songs live. Um, anyway, I love, I love every time I die. Yeah. I have faith that they'll be able to kind of mend those bridges. They've been a band for a long time. Um, and as much as the drama sucks and can really break a band even after that long together, I think that they'll bring it back. Record's great. I'm really happy it's on your list. Yeah, um, that's that's right. So I've only got two more, um, and you've only got three more. And mm-hmm. I am ready for you, Mike, to present to us your number three, if you are indeed ready to do oh, so. I, I am indeed ready. Um, my number three record, a record I have been talking about being excited for, enjoying all year. I love this record. Um, wonderful, wonderful experience with the band this year. Um, on this show, actually. Ah, okay. I know where you're going. I know where you're going with this. Yes. Uh, it's the self-titled record, uh, era. I love era something stupid. 
This band's great. They are so talented vocally, lyrically, instrumentally, compositionally, absolutely everything. This record is beautiful. I'm, I love the songs that weren't singles more, but I still love the singles. I, this record, front to back, absolute bangers. I can't listen to the songs by themselves. I have to put on this full record whenever I want to hear one of the songs. It's so damn good. I yeah. love it so much. Uh, I I love this record too. I think it's really good. I think the band is really coming to their own as we mm-hmm. as we talked about together when we yep. interviewed Mike and I interviewed the band together for an episode of Lead Singer Syndrome. So people go back and check that out. It's probably ooh six months ago now, something like that. Yeah, I think it came out in like July. June. So yeah, check that out. It was uh, a lot of fun. It was a good time. And yeah, I think that this band just is continuing to get better. I love that they're not afraid to take some chances with throwing in some kind of softer stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, obviously they still have the bangers, but yeah, I love that side of them. Um, And yeah, this is, this is a a definitely an honorable mention worthy band for me on this, this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew it was going to be in your (laughs) very high on your list. Yep. Uh, I was wondering if it was going to be top three and it is. So Mm -hmm. there we go. Yeah. I mean, I love this record. I had a little bit of trouble with neon, even though it's still a great record, but this one, I listened to it. It really reminds me of drift and reminded me of why I fell in love with this band so much so quickly. And it's just great. Well, yeah. And and you know, the idea that a band has rebounded Mm -hmm. from a record, you know, maybe a record that, wasn't as good. I think that that, I think that makes a difference. You know, I'm not saying to say that's, that's going to be a top 10 or or record or not for that alone. But when a band is coming off kind of a, a dismal record that maybe them or their fan base didn't like, Mm -hmm. I think that that means something. So, you know, maybe that shoots them up a spot or something like that. But, um, I personally think that, that they have a great, great catalog. Yep. Um, but I've been waiting for this album to, to kind of be the record that people start paying attention and mm-hmm. seems to be working out. Yeah. I'm real happy. I mean, they're on a pretty solid tour next year. So what's the tour? Uh, Beartooth, Silverstein, oh. <laughs> Divorce, Prada, and Era. <laughs> I'm too close to remember. I, I, uh, yes, I'll be there. I'll see this band play a lot. I'm a fucking, uh, I'm a doofus. Have you seen them live yet before? Uh, yeah, I have uh, okay. a long time ago though. I want to say okay. it was, Ooh, maybe like four, four or five years ago right, was the well, last time. So I'm sure they've, they've only gotten better lives. So I think you're going to see it and you're going to, I'm sure, I'm sure. I, I still, still really like the band. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, let's do, instead of doing two in a row for me here, I'll do my two. Oh no, you do your two. Then I'll do my two. Yeah. And then we'll do our number ones. Um, before we get into our, our final two spots of each of us, mm-hmm. Mike has Beard Alive, Made a Parade, Grayscale, Rivers of Nile, Vola, Don Broco, The Plot in You, and Era. I have The Dirty Nail, Cult of Luna, Holding Absence, Dying Wish, Turnstile, Sincere Engineer, The World is a Beautiful Place, etc. And Every Time I Die. I cannot believe we don't have a single repeat. Me either. That is crazy to me. We and listen to the same shit. Like I we know. do a show where we talk about the same albums. And, and we, we normally still, agree on shit. Too. Yeah, we do. We do. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's I think insane. it just shows like the breadth of the year. Like 
there's been so many good albums and I love every album on your list. It's yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. All right. We're going to get into my, my, no, Mike's number two next. Yeah. So my number two was the record that I had the absolute most fun with all damn year. Okay. This record. I'm already penciling in what I think it is. Jump up and down. Yeah. Makes me want to dance. I love it. And I just, I am so happy that this band is back. It is the new album, Gone Are the Good Days by Chunk No Captain Chunk. Oh man, no one guessed that. Wow. This record is absolutely phenomenal. It is so fun. I think Bert's vocal performance is just great. He has such a unique voice that is so iconic to the band. Everything about their sound is great. It's like, it's what I want from easy core bands, right? Because I love Four Year Strong and bands like that, don't get me wrong, but they're like super, super fast all the time. Whereas like Chunk, they're like, right. we're going to bounce and we're going to party and it's going to be a great time. And... I don't know. This record just really, really connected with me. Like, A, the band, one of my favorite bands from like high school and stuff coming back, which probably helps them. Don't get me wrong. But like the lyricism and everything about it was just like so melancholic, mm-hmm. but so happy too. And like the songs that are angry, like Painkillers, is just, it's angry and it's cool and it's fun. But then you get into the, tracks like Finn and Marigold and they're like kind of sappy and stuff like that. And I don't know, this record just had it all for me and I am so in love with it. Yeah. I mean, I know you're high on this band. I know you were excited about it. I mm-hmm. wasn't sure how much of it was that high school, you know, nostalgia of the band. Definitely a little bit. Don't get me but, wrong. But uh, clearly if this record didn't just come out last week and you've had some time to think about it and listen to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and here it is number two on Mike's list, the new chunk, no captain chunk record. Yeah. And this band was away. They came back. This is a really good record, really strong record. I probably need to listen to it again. Cause I think I only listened to it honestly, maybe once mm-hmm. uh, other than the singles that, that came up on my shit all the time. But this is a great, this is a great band. And I'll be excited to see, you know, if they're taking this on the road, if they're doing a whole bunch of stuff now or what's going to, what's going on with them. I hope so. Because I, I had a solid sit down with myself, right? When I saw how my top 10 shook out a couple of days <laughs> ago and I said, okay, Mike, we need to talk about Chunk because is this album so highly rated by you because they just came back? Or is it because this album is really, really good? And I listened to it a couple more times and I said, you know, I think if this was a two-year cycle and Chunk had put out, and like I listened to their last couple records right before that, or like before listening in between all these times too. And I'm like, if this had been a two-year album cycle, I still think I would have been this high on this record because it's such an improvement from what they were doing before. Right. And I really think that this is competing in the upper echelons of music this year. It's so solid. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. There it is. Chunk, no Captain Chunk at number two. Gone are the good days. Yes, they are, by the way. Yes, the good yeah. days are gone. It's official. Uh, everything sucks. Uh, all right. My number two, before we get into our number ones, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when we'll take an actual break, 
My number two album is one that a lot of people are not going to be surprised about. I think this is the new album. This place will become your tomb from sleep token. Um, we have talked in great depth about mm-hmm. this band and Mike's undying love for everything this band touches. Mm-hmm. Now this could be number one on my list. Um, it, it's that good. I think this record is also a bit of a grower. I liked it the first time I listened to it, mm-hmm. but as I listened to it more and more and I started to dive into the lyrics and analyze some of that side of it, it really, really shined for me because I got to say like the first week when we talked about it, mm-hmm. I was like, this is, this is probably a top 10 record, but like, it's not a, not a number one, Yeah. but now it's like, it might be a number one. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it's an insanely, insanely good record. And, um, yeah, people are saying if they made list, it would be number one. So there you go. Yep. Well, that um, comment. I'm, Somebody in the chat says Mike's face. He looks like a proud father. I am a proud father. <laughs> um, I'm really happy. Uh, this is a band that I really, really love, and I've been spreading the gospel of for a long time. Um, Church of Mike music taste, if you will. Um, really, really happy. This is on your list. This is a good album. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well. We are going to get into our number ones uh, in a second. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, yes. So we've got our number ones left. Mike, how are you feeling at this point in the show? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm happy with our lists. Yeah, I, I'm feeling good too. I just am very surprised we don't have any repeats. I just, I know that we, I've said this like three times, but every time you say a record, I'm like, wow. Um, so I guess I will do my number one and then we'll leave yours to last. How's that sound? Sure. All right. Everybody ready? Limbered up? Feeling good? I'm ready. There's a lot of pressure here. People are nervous. I I am not nervous. I love this album and I don't need to explain why or anything. Um, but there's so many factors that came into play as to why I'm putting this in the top slot. And the first is just, this is an experience of an album. Mm -hmm. There is a lot here going on. There's a lot to dive into. This band has a rich, rich history of great music. And this record is a fucking sequel. I'm talking about Between the Buried and Me with their new album, Colors 2, which is a stunning piece of work. I kind of knew it was coming. Uh, I love this album. I love this album. I spoke a lot about it and it's, it's really fucking good. I don't know what to tell you. The fact that this album starts with the piano and clean vocal, Mm -hmm. I mean, it has just shown you how far this band has come, you know, uh, as just music musically, and then once you listen to like an hour and 20 minutes of music later, because that's how long this thing is, uh, it, I just wanted to listen to it immediately again. And I never mm-hmm. feel that way about records that long. But this one really, really spoke to me um, in a way that no other record this year did. I feel that. It's a phenomenal record. It's really good. Thanks, Mike. You got nothing else to say? 
Hell yeah. No, I, no, I love this record. Uh, overall, it's probably... I think there are some bands that did some more interesting things as far as progressive metal, things along those lines. Uh-huh. Uh, but as a whole, that record is just a ride and an experiment. Or, yeah, experiment. Well, it is an experiment. It, it is. an experience. Yeah. And I think that the overall, they really incorporated the themes of Colors 1 very, very well. Exactly. And expanded on them in a way that made it its own kind of entity as well. This is a super solid band that's really, really never had any slip-ups. I've really enjoyed every album that they've put out. They were kind of a band that had to grow on me. Um, I didn't really like them that much in high school, but as I've gotten mm-hmm. older and more appreciative of different kinds of music and things like that, it's a band that's grown on me. And this is one of the records that was really hard for me to keep off of my top 10. Well, that's good. I'm glad that it was it was at least close. Um, I, I mm-hmm. gotta say, I may agree with you in some respects that... I'm not going to to sit here and say there aren't, you know, progressive metal bands out there putting out Mm -hmm. music that is like as good as this, but between the barrier to me is doing it in a way that works for me. Like it, it, it it speaks to me as a guy that listens to a lot of different music and maybe doesn't just listen to that genre. And Mm -hmm. to me, to me, the reason why, I would put a record like this in my top 10 and not like the new dream theater record, which is also really good by the way, it is is because this record speaks to me in a way that a lot of things in the progressive metal, uh, even power metal, there's some power metal uh, on this record doesn't, Mm -hmm. doesn't speak to me. So for me, uh, I love, love everything this band does. And again, this might be their best record. It's probably my favorite one they've put out for a band that's mm-hmm. been, been at it over 20 years is, uh, is very impressive. Wow. Yeah. Very, very well said. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, without further ado, it's your time now. It's your time to shine. So my number one album of the year, um, you don't need to do that. Oh, oh you can see that. Hold on. I thought, I, I thought I'd moved it. No, uh, <laughs> I'm just so looking around. I'm just looking around. My number one album of the year and this should come at no surprise to absolutely anybody. Uh, it's the new album, You're Welcome by A Day to Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's This Place Will Become Your Tomb by Sleep Token. Um, this record's absolutely <laughs> incredible. It's the, I'm going to say, I was going to say it's the best thing since Slice Bread, but Sundowning came out before that. Right. Um, this is hands down one of my favorite bands of all time, and they just have two albums and two EPs out. Uh, I think that they are absolutely phenomenal. They're doing work that nobody else is doing as far as thematically. Yeah. Um, everybody else kind of takes one or two steps in that direction, but this band just really dove in uh, to kind of go along with the theme of the album. Um, I went very, very in-depth in this record for a few episodes. Um, I absolutely love it. It's incredible. It There's no reason that this record was never going to be my album of the year from the moment that I started listening to it at midnight on September 24th. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's it. That's our top 10 right there. Um, obviously, we've, I've already talked about Sleep Token. It's our only repeat. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take anything from this stream or podcast and you missed the sleep token album, then probably that's the one you're going to want to listen to. Right. 
that's uh I don't know how you could listen to this podcast and have missed the sleep token album, to be honest. Well, people might have. Uh I think we've been talking about it most of the year. Uh we well, yeah, I mean it's 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 really exciting. Now, let me ask you this though. You don't think it's better than sundowning? I don't. Well, that's a good honest opinion. Uh um, right there. But isn't it crazy that you your your favorite album of the year is still not the best album that the band has put out. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's like the, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? Best drummer in the world. He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like that sort of a thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a really close race. And I think if you ask me on different days, depending on how I'm feeling, this album is going to be my favorite sleep token album. Yeah. And that's okay. Some, some days two is going to be my favorite sleep token album. This three song EP. Like, it's really, really up to it. I don't think that they've ever had a bad track or a bad release. I think that no, they're just so fucking good. It's it's dumb how good this band is. Yes. And yes, this, it is. The, since I've been doing the album of the year list, at least for me and keeping track of it, I think this is six or seven years now. This is the first band that's had two number ones. Uh, a lot of bands have been featured in the top 10 multiple times, but this sure. is the first one to actually score the number one twice. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see what the new Anna Shikari uh, record does. If it's going to come out in 2022, which it might. I mean, we're supposed to get an Icy Stars record next year. Too, so we'll <laughs> and we came as Romans. So that, that's yeah. going to be a rough and tumble pit for my home of the year. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, I got to say, I am very stoked on both of our lists. I think we have a great great cross section mm-hmm. of the year. Now it's, it's interesting, right? Cause I was afraid we were going to have very similar lists and then, you know, we were going to have only a few honorable mentions and we weren't going to get to talk to about that many different albums, you know, but I had a feeling we were going to be very, very different this year. Yeah. Well, we are, we are and you're right. So, um, we can now get into some honorable mentions. Oh yeah. Uh, if you're ready, I am, I, I, I don't know how to do this. Should I put them up on the screen? You just want to talk about them? What do you want to do? I think we can just talk about them. Um, cool. Okay. We got our list up there. We'll we'll go over the album of the year list again after we do our honorable mentions, just so that everybody hears it again on the podcast side or on the show side if you come in late. Um, I'm going to start it off with an honorable mention that I th- was really surprised you didn't have in your list. Okay. Because I thought this would have been higher for you. I got one. I got one next for you, which I'll start with. But go ahead. The new record by Nothing Nowhere. Oh yeah, that's that. Actually, I kind of forgot. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not on my honorable mentions. It was yeah. on my master list before I started mm-hmm. uh, breaking things down. Yeah. I really do like the Nothing Nowhere record. I think he's hit a whole new level too with creativity. Oh, yeah. um, that, that was the yeah neck or that was the second next records like my 12th on my list this year um one of the ones that was just really hard to leave off it so people know that i do the number based ranking system out of 10 with a bunch of categories all that fun stuff it was the same score as my number 10 and nine so right just fell that way i I love yeah i love the the nothing nowhere album um and i'm really excited to see what he's what he's doing next uh, cause the guy's just so talented. I mean, and especially when you compare him to a lot of the other people in his genre, it's like, it's not even close, you know? 
What's the old expression? Like men against boys. It's like, it's like that. He is just so just heads, heads above, uh, the other people. So that's good. Now. Um, so these are in no order at all, by the way. Um, Mike just said his, I guess his number 12, uh, I don't have an order for this, but I'm going to bring up this record because I am shocked it's not in your top 10, Mike. Mm-hmm. The new album from Waterparks. Yeah. Uh, I I think this record is one of the best pop punk records of the year. Mm-hmm. And so much creativity went into this. This is like- I agree. Really an interesting album. Yep. And I'm, I know you like it a lot. So Waterparks with their newest record, Greatest Hits, was my number 13. Also the same score as everything else uh, right in there. Um, It really just came down to, I think, Mayday Parade and that Grayscale record is, to compare apples to apples, right? Pop punk records. uh, They just spoke to me a little bit more and I had a little more fun with them. I absolutely love that uh, album. It's great. There's nothing wrong with it. It just happened to fall outside of my top 10. Absolutely. We got a Young Gun raid, by the way. What's up, Young Gun? Young Cole? Gun in the house with his with all his viewers. Thank you very much, Young Gun. Oh, yeah, bud. If you don't follow him, make sure you follow him. He is just playing guitar and smiling. Eddie Van Halen smile. Eddie Van Halen style. Oh, yeah. Smiling at the camera. Uh, love him, yes. So there you go, Young Gun. Uh, I'll get to the next one. I'll get to the next one. My next honorable mention is the new album excuse me, from like Pacific. Great album. Uh, this is a late, late in the year record, mm-hmm. which uh, sometimes can hurt an album a little bit. You know, people have kind of already had their minds made up with what, yep. you know, what it is. And some people were like, oh, it just came out. I don't know. I need some 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 time. Uh, and I, I love this album. I think this is one of the best pop punk records of the year. Uh, it has great lyrics. I think the the first track on the record, again, I forget the title, is one of the best pop punk songs of the year. And uh, it's ab- absolutely incredible. And everyone should check out Lake Pacific. They are criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first honorable mention, or next one, I guess, um, Young Guns bringing it up. And this is why I'm going to bring it up. And I think that I saw some of the chat going crazy about it too. Neither of us have Spirit Box. Yeah. Um, I can explain why, if, if you want me to. I can too. So, I really like Spirit Box. I think they're an incredible band. Mm-hmm. I think the hype sort of killed the record a little bit for me. A little bit. I think, like, the singles were so good that they'd put out. I mean, and some of them, you got to remember, were like a year before the record came out, mm-hmm. you know? And everybody was so excited and then when I heard the record kind of all together in context, it didn't feel to me like a cohesive album the way that I wanted it to, which makes yep. a lot of sense because it wasn't written like that. You know, um, don't get me wrong. I, I think that this, like I said before, if it was a top 25, even the top 20, mm-hmm. I think it would be here probably on both of our lists. Uh, and I really like the band, but for me, when it was time for the record to finally come out and I listened to it in order, I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if like this to me is, is exciting me the same way. So that mm-hmm. that's, that's my honest answer. But I think yeah. Courtney LaPlante is one of the greatest vocalists in the scene. I think everything this band is doing is awesome, but mm-hmm. this is a big year for music. It's like, what yeah. else can I say? I mean, 
there's a lot of stuff I could talk about that isn't on the list. I could rhyme off five, six, seven bands, and we'll probably do that after we get through these honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And I'm really in the same boat. Um, when I look at the Spearbox record, the hype killed it a little bit. I typically try not to look at that when I'm listening to a record and rating it for album of the year list style. Uh, but when I kind of looked at it, it's a pretty cut and dry metalcore record. There's no, no breaking the wheel here really or anything like that. Uh, so when I compare that to a record that also doesn't really do that and that era record, I like the era record more. So it's going to go higher on my list. Right. Um, I, I still really, really like the record. It's so well done and it is a great metalcore record. But on such a crazy year, it's just not enough to hop into the top 10. Yeah. Okay, what's your next honorable mention? Next honorable mention, another one that I am really surprised neither of us had. Because I thought, I don't know, I thought you might have had it just because I think that you like this album a lot. And it's the Silver Scream 2 Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. Uh, yeah, uh, that was one that I was going to bring up. Surprised that it wasn't on your list. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, for me, is that genre like that big in my life? You know, um, exactly. that kind of horror punk uh, or in their case, more like metal. Uh, it, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know. That's Is that my shit? Not really. I mean, I know you and Young Gun went on yeah. and on on one of our streams about, you know, how how much you guys like that. Like literally going like a track for track. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm absolutely shocked. Is that your number 11? What, what's uh, number 11? Yep. Number 11. Yeah. So you, you got um, left off the list, but I, I figured it would be cause I was surprised it wasn't there. Um, but I mean, what ice nine kills put together, I mean, mm-hmm. with just the themes and I mean, there's just so much going on. It's, it really is an accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so I totally, totally get it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great record. Just it, that was a hard decision leaving that off because the silver scream one was my album of the year, the year it came out and going from doing a sequel to an album of the year and having it not in the top 10 feels, I'm not going to say bad, but feels weird. So, uh, all right. My next one, is it my turn? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, the next one I have on my list is the new album from Beartooth, which mm-hmm. Uh, this album it did not make our top 10 lists. Obviously a band near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. and a record that I had early. I was jamming it early. Yep. Uh, and I think it's a great record. I think uh, it's it Beartooth really, they put together uh, kind of more like a organic sort of, I don't want to call it old school because that's not true, <laughs> but like it's got really cool guitar tones, big drums, you know, yeah. big choruses. I mean, they've got an instrumental track on this thing. Like that's nobody's doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was really creative. And I liked that they had a little bit of an ode to, you know, uh, I want to say, I, I, I don't want to say black Sabbath, but I will. Cause there's just a little bit of a feel to it. There's that grunge there. Yeah. There's something there that is kicking a little bit old school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So bear tooth, I think was number maybe 12 or 13 on my list. I think yeah. it's a great, a great record, obviously great friends of mine come see us on tour. Uh, but yeah, I mean, is it my favorite bear tooth record that might've hurt it a little bit because for mm-hmm. me, for me, it's still, uh, it's still the first record, uh, uh, disease yeah, it's disgusting still, all the way. or disgusting. Yeah. Disease was the, uh, other one. Yeah. I really like this record. I think it's a solid, solid return to form for Beartooth. 
for me personally, because I'm not the hugest fan of aggressive or disease. I really like this record a lot more than either of those. Um, but I still had some issues with it. I think it's going to be an amazing live album, right? Like Beartooth always goes hard live. And I'll, oh, yeah. I'll go see them any chance I get. But it's just a band that I'm not going to pull on the, or put on the album, right? And I enjoyed it when I listened to it. I listened to it again when I was doing Out of the Air Time. And I'm like, man, th- I didn't listen to this record more than two or three times after it came out. It just didn't have the staying power for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, they are a live band. And I think honestly, part of it is seeing the band perform the songs live. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I didn't get a chance to do that. If I did, maybe I would have felt a little bit differently about, about the record too. And maybe it would have spoke to me in a different way. Cause that does happen, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, oh, we got a Nick Nocturnal raid. Yes. Sub Nick. Nick Nocturnal, my boy. I love it. Nick knock. I love the Nick knock. Oh yeah. Uh, welcome everybody. Welcome in. Um, if you're just joining us, we are counting down our top 10 albums and you can see the list right there. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, feel free to talk all the shit you want. And now we're talking about our honorable mentions slash records that didn't make our list and why, Mm -hmm. uh, Mike, are you ready for your next, um, your next honorable mention? Yeah. Um, so my next honorable mention, I actually wanted to talk about my favorite debut record from the year. Um, I know I have one, uh, you had one with dying wish. Yeah. I didn't have any debut records this year. So I wanted to talk about this new record from mirrors. Cause it's incredible. And it came out super late in the year, which I think hurt it. Yeah. But I absolutely love this thing. I think it's great. It's right in that same vein as like holding absence and it's just super emotional. It's heavy. It's, fun right yeah um yeah this is the the band are they australian am i making that up yeah 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 i remember yeah no this is a great release and something very under the radar uh still if you're looking for another rookie card Mm -hmm. um this could be a good a good place to start uh check out the new album the ego's weight from mirrors for sure uh totally agree with you mike that's a great pick super good um I have, okay, um, I don't exactly have a, I don't know if this is a debut record, actually. I do have one here on my honorable mentions list that I want to shout out. This is a very small band. Mm -hmm. Um, They might actually be unsigned. Um, And I want to get the name of the record before I talk about it. So just give me a second, because I didn't didn't prepare my honorable mentions that well. This is the new album, Turning Point, from the band Good Terms. I love Good Terms. Uh, this, yeah, this band, they're just your favorite neighborhood emo band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from Los Angeles. Uh, but this band is just really, really good. Um, yeah. it, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's pop punk, but it's a little more technical, a little more interesting mm-hmm. with some of the, you know, rhythms and stuff that they're doing. Uh, but I love this record. Turning point is super good. And the band has only 9,800 monthly listeners. On Spotify, so this is another band Good that's probably under your, uh, not on your radar. So yeah, check out the new uh, record, Good Terms, which is one of my favorites of the year. Hell yeah. Um, another record I really just wanted to talk about, um, but, you know, um, didn't really fit into the top 10. And I'm really, really surprised 
by how much I love this record because it's an electronic album. And the new Porter Robinson record huh. is just phenomenal. Hands down, my favorite electronic record, probably like the last five years. And I really highly suggest that everybody else goes and checks it out. Uh, it's not house. It's not like what you're going to see at like EDM festivals and stuff like that. It's very, very organic and just fun and happy. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good time. <coughs> I remember this one coming out too. And, and mm-hmm. I had never heard of, of Porter Robinson before, but... Yeah, I remember having the same thoughts that like this is ref- a really refreshing, uh, just refreshing that, you know, mm-hmm. for the genre because so much stuff is, you know, the same when you get to that that genre. You feel like you've heard this, you're hearing the same song yeah. over and over again and this definitely is not. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, my next one, I have the new album from Archspire. Oh, dude. This is... Uh, a ride, man. This record is something else. I mm-hmm. wanted to include it in my top 10. Uh, I felt like the Cult of Luna spot, maybe it could have gone either way, you know, for the vibe. Yeah. But uh, this is just an insane record. Like, it's so aggressive and fast. And it's, you're, I mean, I've never really heard music like this. Heaviest album of the year, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I've just never heard anything like that where, where the drums are that fast and the vocals are that intense and rhythmic and fast and mm-hmm. nobody people have tried you know to to break new ground the sound barrier <laughs> yeah right you know like i remember when i first heard uh, aborted whenever mm-hmm. that was like you know 15 years ago or whatever and i was like wow like it, it can never get like faster than this or whatever and by the way new aborted record this year was good too but it was. um but this record from archspire the canadian homies from vancouver um this is next level. So I wanted to mm-hmm. include that in my honorable mentions. Oh yeah. Um, it's on my honorable mentions list and I see people talking about it in the chat. Okay. Heaven and hiding by eminence. Yes. Yeah. Th- that was when you left Mike for a minute there before the top two was your top two was announced. Uh, I believe it was Tony. Everybody was guessing that was guessing eminence. And I, and I'm, I'm surprised where not we've been on here for an hour and a half and we're just talking about this because yeah. you, yeah, you were raving about this thing. Yeah. It's still an incredible album for me. Don't get me wrong. Um, going back and listening to it, there are some, a spot or two that I just kind of fall off a little bit. And it's just, it's very minimal. I still love this record. I think it's incredible. It's solid nine point something out of 10. It's, Really, really good and really well done. But anytime there's a little bit of a slip up or something like this, when we're talking top 10 album of the year on a record that is so, so good. Yeah. Or like, like everything's good. You have to be good all the way through. Yeah. And exactly. I mean, you I have still to be, love this imminent record. You Don't have to be wrong. good. All it has to, the record has to be good all the way through. And it also has to mm-hmm. be interesting, you know, which, which for me is why I have sleep token in between the barrier and me. And the world's beautiful place. Um, oh, which I spelt wrong. It's a world is a beautiful place, not is beautiful place. And we know what Let you me just, mean. Yeah, but I like to be thorough. Um, well, if you were thorough, you'd the write reason, the whole band name. The reason here that, we go. We've got some ellipses. <laughs> the reason that those records are in my top five is that re- is that exact reason. They're mm-hmm. good all the way through, and they're interesting. And they're they're yeah. the band took took a chance, and 
some of these honorable mentions, they didn't, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. and that might be uh, why they're not there. Like the next one I want to talk about, uh, the new record from Rise Against. Yeah. Great record. Uh, Rise Against made an amazing, amazing album that we should shine a light on because they probably made the best record they made in 15 years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I love this album and I loved, I loved it on repeat listens. And uh, yeah, I, I think that this record deserves to be, you know, mentioned. Yeah. It's a good record. Yep. Um, I'm just going to pull another one from chat. Cause I saw, I talked about it's on my honorable mentions list. Uh, Slow bloom by the home team. Okay. Uh, another late release, but a record that's just super, super solid from a band that's really blowing up. Um, I love this record. It's great. It was very close to being in the top 10, 20 or so. Just fell a little short based on inexperience, whatever it was. Just fell out, right? Yeah. Great record. Make sure you go check out the home team. Yeah. This this band is uh, really talented. Just insanely, insanely talented. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I 100% agree. Uh, someone had them as high as number three on their own personal top 10 list. So that's that's pretty special. Uh, the next one I'm going to pull out, uh, this band is incredible. Mm-hmm. They never miss. And this record narrowly missed my top 10. The new album hail from hail the sun. Great record. Uh, it is a great record. There's just, just, I just don't know how the guys in the scene, mm-hmm. you know, the Swan Corps scene, they just like continue to make incredible records and they're doing side projects that are, that are incredible and, and everything. But yeah, the record mm-hmm. is called new age filth. And it is just so damn good. And it's concise too. It's, it's yeah, a, it's it a really pretty is. quick record. You get through it fast. Sometimes in this genre, things tend to be a little bit too noodly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hail the sun record. It does not. It, it just, it's hits, it hits you. It hits you and it moves on and, and then you got to listen to it again. So I mm-hmm. uh, love it. I feel that. Love it. Um, I've got two more that I writ or had writing for. Um, Volumes, Happier. Yeah. I love this record. It's good. Uh, everything about it is perfect. It's another one that was just very, very close to being in the top 10. Um, they're such a solid band that never misses for me. And this record was really, really good. Any other year, they probably would have been top 10. But yeah, it's, we're it's stacked. A, it's, it's a stacked year for sure. For sure. I want to take a quick second to thank everybody that that is... Uh, Subscribe to the channel as well. Um, mm-hmm. Tons of subscribers. I, I didn't have that window open because we're messing around with the other list, but that's really awesome. So thank you everybody for that, uh, especially since, since we haven't been on in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. And welcome everybody that's new, that's coming from Nick's channel or coming from Young, Young Guns, Guns channel. channel. That's, uh, yeah, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Um, Dance Gavin Dance, record no, was last year. Uh, it did make my top 10 though, the, the Dance Gavin uh, Gavin Dance record. Someone is, is bringing Didn't it up here. Uh, they'll have one coming. The new Tillian record was really uh, good though. If you're looking for was. new music from that voice. Uh, okay. I have early spring dance, Gavin Dance. I have a few more here. Uh, I want to bring up, actually I just have, I just have one more. I got one. More. Uh, the new, the new album from youth fountain. Great album. This, uh, yeah, this is a brand new, well, not brand new. I think this is their second album, but been very under the radar uh, project coming out of Vancouver, Canada. Uh, this is one of the best best pop punk records of the year as well. So much emotion and feeling, uh, uh, and I love that they kind of put the punk back into 
pop punk a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just amazing, amazing record. Yeah, I agree. It's phenomenal. Yep. Um, if you're looking for that kind of thing, do it up. You're going to love Youth Fountain. A lot of people don't know about them. Oh, yeah. Uh, last one I want to talk about. And trust me, I know that there's more albums chat. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a lot there's of albums. too much to talk about. We've talked about a lot of these records throughout the year um, to make sure you can go back and listen to our thoughts on those. And I know I'm personally posting my top 100 um, well, sometime on Instagram eventually. Well, what we're going to do uh, right after we're done through the honorable mentions, we'll sign off on the podcast side of things mm-hmm. and then we'll let you, we'll let it rip. Okay. Here yeah, on, we'll uh, let, on Twitch, we'll you guys can, you can throw out the albums and we'll talk about them. This is why you need to follow us on Twitch. Everybody on the podcast side, because exactly, because we're going to give the goods, but uh, regardless, go ahead, Mike, with your last honorable mention. Yeah. So my last honorable mention, the one I want to talk about, um, one of my favorite bands that is new to me this year that I've kind of discovered while digging through the trenches of internet forums and Spotify for y'all, uh, the self-titled Galleons record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love this thing to absolute death. It is phenomenal. And one of my favorite things to come out of Australia in a long time. I think they're super catchy and super fun. And I was really sad when I saw everything starting to line up and no room for them in the top 10. Yeah. Um, phenomenal band, super, super talented. I can't wait for more music from them because damn, that album is just chock full of bangers. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. Well, you've gotten through this. Yeah. <laughs> our top 10 and our honorable, honorable mentions and some other things as well. Uh, we will round out the list really quick and recap before we sign off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't worry, we're not going anywhere on Twitch. Hang around. We're going to talk lots of shit in a minute, but let's round out the top 10 lists. Um, Mike, you do mine. I'll do yours. How about that? Okay. All right. This is, you go first. All right. <laughs> so Sh- Shane's album of the year list, starting with number 10, Fuck Art by The Dirty Nil. Mm-hmm. Number nine, the Raging River by Cult of Luna. Number eight, The Greatest Mistake of My Life by Holding Absence. Number seven, Fragments of a Bitter Memory by Dying Wish. Number six, Glow On by Turnstile. Number five, Bless My Psyche by Sincere Engineer. Number four, Illusory Walls by The World is a Beautiful Place and I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. Oh, you almost had it. I almost did. <laughs> Number three, Radical by Every Time I Die. Number two, This Place Will Become Your Tomb by Sleep Token. And number one, Colors 2 by Between the Buried and Me. There you go. That's a great list. Thank you. Thank you very much. Patting it's myself like on the back. you put it together. I know. All right. We're going to do mics now. Number 10, Buried Alive. Can I do it, can I do it my way? I'm going to do it my way. You yeah, did it the other way. way. I'm going to do it my way. Number 10, Buried Alive with The Mixed Grape. Number nine, Made a Parade with what it means to fall apart. Number eight, Grayscale with Umbra, which we learned is a shadow. Uh, number seven, Rivers of Nile with The Work. Number six, Vola with Witness. Number five, Don Broco with Amazing Things. Number four, The Plot in You with the record Swan Songs. Number three, the self-titled album from Era. Number two, Chunk, no, Captain Chunk, Gone Are the Good Days, 
and the number one album of the year for Mike is the masterpiece, Sleep Token, This Place Will Become Your Tomb. So there it is. You got a lot of records to check out. 19, actually. So 19. 19 it's records. pretty good. <laughs> 19 out of 20, we're different. That's, that's amazing. How many did we have the same last year? I think it was like four. I don't know. I don't, I think, I think, of, yeah, something like that. Four. We can go back and check. I, uh, I don't know, but this is, uh, very happy to have everybody here and, um, thank you for listening and make sure that you're, you're getting us on Twitch Hell yeah! because next week we're going to be back again, uh, Wednesday, the 29th yeah. of December, 6 PM Eastern, same bat time, same bat channel. We will be doing the EPs and we will be doing some other fun stuff as well. Yeah. That that's going to be the ridiculous show. This one was a serious one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to get weird on the next one. We're getting weird. All right. Thank you. Thanks.